six months I had lived there, I had found every drive a new experience. Sometimes the sky was the soft blue of faded denim, and a tangy sea-wet breeze rustled the pepper and eucalyptus trees. Sometimes a cloying fog hid gabled roofs, clung to street lamps, softened every outline into an impressionist vision. I liked San Francisco liked her many faces, liked her better every day I stayed. Was I going to stay always? I was climbing the narrow steps to the front door. I slowed. Always is a long time. Was I ready for always? I unlocked the door, stepped inside, and I don't suppose I checked to be sure the door pulled shut behind me, I was grappling with a heavy word. Always. One flight of steps. Two. Then the third floor. And my apartment to the right. I was happy here in San Francisco. I loved my job. Loved it, and was damn lucky to have it because there are lots of anthropologists and not nearly enough jobs to go around. I unlocked my door. Stepped inside turned on the light. Closing the door, I slipped off my coat, hung it on the tree, but made no move toward the kitchen. I looked around my living room, saw it for that instant from a stranger's eyes, the truly lovely small Persian rug, silver and blue, in front of the fireplace, the bookcases lining two walls, full of good, bad, indifferent books, most of them culled from second-hand shops, all of them read, some read often. The fist-sized walrus, so delicately carved from driftwood by Mackie, a hunter at the sealing camp in Alaska, where I had spent last summer compiling data on blood group genes. Every time I saw the carving, it brought the summer back so vividly, the endless day, the whirring swarms of mosquitoes, vagrant dogs, laughing children. My room. Echoes of my life. In my mind, I saw Richard's apartment, neater than mine, the books tidily arranged, Andrew Wyeth Prince, a Muslim prayer rug, a Tiffany glass lamp hanging over the Edwardian pool table. Compatible rooms. Slowly, I slipped off my gloves, dropped them and my purse on the end table. Well... What the hell did I want? Richard and I shared the same interests, the same background. We could build a future together. But was it altogether too much sameness? I walked toward the narrow kitchen with its old-fashioned gas range and white wooden cabinets and deep porcelain sink. I didn't have time to think. Not if I hoped to fix dinner, bathe, and dress before Richard came. The shrimp must be cleaned the batter made. Then I would cook the rice for the broccoli, cheese, and rice casserole. It needed at least half an hour to bake, sometimes longer, depending upon the oven's mood. I would bathe and dress, make the guacamole the last thing. Richard liked to eat promptly at 7.30. I liked to eat when I was hungry, even if it meant sardines and cream cheese at two in the morning. I opened the small refrigerator lifted out the plastic bag of fresh shrimp, dumped them on the drain board, 
and began to peel off the shells and lift out the gritty intestine. Richard was thoughtful and kind, and moreover a very attractive man. I liked his mouth, liked the way he touched me, liked the intent look in his dark blue eyes when he reached out to pull me close. Yes. But even so, would the two of us together, pleasant, compatible, well-adjusted, would we ultimately be just a teeny bit boring? What did I think I wanted? Scooping up the shrimp shells, I stuffed them into the plastic bag, then twisted its neck into a knot, to keep the odor in, and dropped it in the garbage pail. Now I needed egg, milk, a dash of salt, crackers. I wasn't a schoolgirl. I knew that romance was its own creation, so what did I want? Unbidden.